I went to pick up a pizza today uh, for dinner because my family did not provide it to us. So us children. So I went and got my own food. I went to pick up a pizza and I'm sitting in the parking lot waiting for to get like the notification that it's ready. This dude comes walking out with a cockatoo on his shoulder. No way. He was in the Little Caesars and he came walking out and there was a bird perched on his shoulder. I took a picture of it because I knew you wouldn't believe me. But here it is in chat. He came walking out of the oh Little Caesars gosh. with the bird on his shoulder. That's and I was insane. I was in shock. I'm yeah, a no. modern day living pirate. <laughs> my, my immediate thought was, I'd love to like understand what's going on with this dude. <laughs> like, What made him think to bring his bird with him to pick up a pizza? Bet you he ordered extra pepperoni. Oh my gosh. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of non, non, Nothing But Nonsense podcast. Nonsense I But Nothing. I am tired. We are all so tired. <laughs> I Dawson, am surprisingly not. Yeah, because Dawson's a psychopath. Dawson's bath, <laughs> bachelor party was this. Dawson's getting married uh, next week, and his bachelor party was this. No, it was, well, since the, it's this week, it's next week. It's calendar week, I guess. I am not well, getting already in. I am not I getting get into this debate. I am not. <laughs> we are in the I week. I hate logic. this. I hate this so much. <laughs> we're in the week. So if you're talking, say okay. So say today. It's and not I say, this oh, weekend, but next on weekend. Friday. It's yeah. So that's next weekend. Next week. The end I'm of glad next there's week. another like me, Andrew. <laughs> See, it's next week. You wouldn't say, oh, this Friday. This Friday would not be next Friday. Next Friday would be. Next exactly. week's Friday. See, Matt, I'm not the only one. <laughs> what are you talking about? Sorry, Matthew, you're wrong. But, Hang on, uh, you say this like I have some horse in this race. I think both sides are dumb. I think you should just use very specific language to describe it. I would say... So, I would today say, is well, because Monday. There, because there's people that would say... <laughs> there's people that would say that next weekend is like the weekend that is coming up because it's like next it's coming up but then there's people that are like you people who say next weekend would only apply if they're because this weekend is the one that's coming up since we are no longer in the weekend to me i just say be more specific <laughs> that's my I opinion say next the weekend thing. the whole point of it is week. it's an abbreviation and rather than going may the 20th 2023 like in the year of our lord may the 20th <laughs> In the year, the year of our Lord, 2023, and the fifth month of May, it was on you, the 20th Jared, day and Claire that the were third like week, <laughs> calling me insane week. for this this stance. So, so I don't, okay. now I, don't I have rest. found another. I have found I, another, and we are rallying. See, here's how we're, I was. Here's what starting, I would call it. <laughs> we're so, starting a riot. The weekend that is like in the near future, which I'm gonna pull up a calendar to get the right date. So, like the. The May 13th, May 14th weekend. To me, that is not that is neither this weekend nor next weekend. I call it this coming weekend. I throw in the extra word there well, in order still to explain counts it. as this weekend. That but still it's makes like, says this it's, weekend. It's like this weekend that is coming. 
And so then, okay, but you're just adding an extra word. I know, and it's because I don't want to cause confusion. (laughs) I add it so that people on every side of this dumb debate can understand which weekend I'm talking about. I got pulled into this. Well, Dawson seems to think you're a part of this war now. Dawson seems to think there's a debate because he feels like the world's against him on this for somehow. I feel like it was like three v one when I said next weekend, and everyone was like, "That's not next weekend." Whenever you get to a disagreement where you're the minority, as soon as somebody agrees with you, it doesn't matter. It instantly proves that you're right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Regardless of how wrong you may be, that See, is absolutely okay. true. I'm not Going saying for this. I'm not back saying for to this last weekend or, or last wait last week's podcast where like you finally feel validated. This is my answer. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is right. this, oh, wait no that was two weeks ago two three weeks ago Andrew what you just described oh, is how what you just described is how flat earthers came to exist because one flat earther met another flat earther and they're like haha see we're right because I met someone else who also thinks the earth is flat therefore I'm found don't use my own was, don't use my own don't use this versus next weekend <laughs> don't use that as a comparison to flatter. <laughs> It's the same ideology. I'm not saying it's comparable. I'm not saying the ideas themselves are comparable. I'm just comparing the way you described it. The major this difference is, with that is there might actually be a 50 50 split on this. Like, flat earth, there, there's like a 1 in 99 split. <laughs> what, okay, fine. Whatever. Who cares? It doesn't matter. How Whatever happens is. Oh my gosh. How many flat Earths are there? (laughs) Roughly 1% of Americans, although this may just be a generic statistic. Anyway, go ahead. 1% to 99. That's what I said. Yeah. Go ahead with whatever you're actually going to (laughs) say. So, this past Saturday was Dawson's bachelor party, and it was basically kind of like an all-nighter thing, so we all stayed up as long as we could. Me and Matthew eventually passed it out at some point, but Dawson stuck it out to the whole way through, and he's the only one who's somehow not tired. <laughs> well, he yeah. sl- well bet- I know between him and I, he slept more after going home. I didn't. I only got to sleep for like an hour tops, because I, I went to see Lauren to celebrate her graduating so i was i was out and about for most of my afternoon and evening yeah so yeah so i'm tired i i don't do i well also have the sleep i also have probably the craziest sleep schedule of the three of us where i go to bed at three generally yeah you so, go to bed yeah, a lot getting, later than i do <laughs> i'll wake up the next morning i'll wake up the mor- next morning and get like oh dawson sent you some t- uh, instagram reels at 320. <laughs> I'm like, Dawson, so go to bed. It's consistent, too. Like, That's like almost a daily occurrence. Yeah. So, yeah, so this is this Just is know, in low. the middle of the night, I think about you. Aww. <laughs> Take that, Claire. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, so yeah, this is a bit of a well, low Well, Claire energy, probably so. won't like me staying up till 3 in the morning, so I'm just living it up while I can as well, so. Yeah, Dawson's <laughs> living his bachelor lifestyle. He's moved out of his parents' house. He's got his own apartment, but that, that's all coming to a close pretty soon, so. <laughs> Alright, uh, yeah, so, but I've got a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. Am I no. the jerk? Oh. Yes. 
So today we are bringing back Am I the Jerk, where we talk about, we read some Reddit stories and we ask ourselves the question, is this are person you the jerk? The jerk? For hating Toadette. Toadette stickers and Mario Party yeah. superstars. <laughs> Since I want to get through some stories this this episode, I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, some penalties. My answer to you would that. be no, because I hate the Toadette sticker too. I think it's fun. Yeah. So Before Matthew yeah. is the jerk. No. <laughs> I don't do it. I just think it's fun. <laughs> Whatever. He watches. He watches the jerks. <laughs> I observe the jerks from afar and enjoy it. <laughs> so I want. I got a lot of stories for us to read. So I'll get. I'll, head, I'll jump right in, and we'll start with our first one. Would I be the jerk for not attending my twin brother's surprise birthday dinner when I was only invited as a guest? Uh, hmm. So I'm a twin. My brother and I hang out all the time and we're super close. In a few days, it's our 25th birthday. We share the same friend group and we're all really close and have been since school. He's a close group. He's, he has a close group of girlfriends, about five of them, who I have also known for many, many years. I would class them as being closer with him in recent years, but we have all stayed, we are still good friends and still socialize often together. Now I've been added to a group chat labeled my brother's name, surprise dinner. It is surprise. Is it, it is a surprise birthday dinner for my twin brother organized by one of the girls in the group. And they have invited me as a guest. One of the, th- one of them also said in the group, it would be nice to see me as well. So I just feel like an afterthought. I wouldn't really have minded if the girls wanted to organize a surprise birthday evening exclusively for my brother and themselves, but they've also invited my partner and some of my brother's and I's closest friends. They feel incons- this feels inconsiderate and quite upsetting, as I can understand why I would be invited to. My- I wouldn't. Why I I can't understand why I would be invited to my literal twin brother's surprise dinner with me only invited as a guest, as it is also my birthday involving all of our friends. My girlfriend also found out found this action to be extremely rude and wondered why this girl didn't reach out to her and then they could have organized a surprise involving both of us instead or just have involved my both my, my brother and I and left the surprise element out of it. In the chat, it is clearly stated that they were all we were all to arrive at one time while my brother is due to arrive 20 minutes later. The thought of attending makes me feel weird because it's a celebration of his birthday when him and I are literally born on the same day. This is new information to the organizer. Also, every year my brother and I do something together because we want to and because we have the same friends. Last year, our friends and my girlfriend set up a massive dinner with our, for our birthday in which everyone was invited, including the girl group. So now I'm at a crossroads. I don't know whether to whether or not to attend. On the one hand, I don't. if I don't go, I feel left out because our mutual friends are going. But I, on the other hand, if I do go, I feel like I'm letting myself be disrespected and I will feel uncomfortable as it feels my my brother is the only one being celebrated. So am I the jerk if I took a stand and didn't go? Hold on before we start. Uh, edit. My girlfriend just chatted, checked the chat and the organizer has booked a dinner for 10 people and set a set menu. There are currently 11 attending, excluding my girlfriend and I. If we went, this would make it over way over capacity. Now we really aren't sure if we should go because what if we turn up and there's no room? This makes it slightly more awkward, as we may be able to just pull up a chair and join. We may not be able to just pull up a chair and join. The dinner is tomorrow also. Thanks for the kind messages. Uh, okay. Oh, wow. This is a weird one. <laughs> there's a lot There's a lot at play here. 
Yes. It's very odd <clears throat> that the friends would not think to plan the party for the both of them, considering they're friends with the both of them. Mm-hmm. It's very odd that only the <clears throat> one is the one with like the quote unquote celebration, especially because they're like twins, twins. Yeah. Like yeah. I would, I would, is, I would. It would make more sense if they were like I don't know by some luck of the draw born two years apart but on the same day or like a couple days apart yeah. or something like that. Which then it's that like is sure. the case for my cousins. <laughs> is it actually? actually? Yeah, they're That's born awesome. on the same day, two years apart. <laughs> yeah, but like the fact that they're literal twins and have always done stuff together, I actually I flipped like halfway through. I don't think this person would be the jerk for not going and like taking a stand about like why weren't why yeah. wasn't I included in this. I I kind of I kind of side with them on this one. Yeah, I I don't think they're the jerk. I think the girl who's planning is the jerk cuz she's clearly an idiot and didn't realize. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like yeah, if you I... if you've known them for I get it if she didn't know them and she didn't realize that like they were twins by some dumb like <laughs> chance or whatever right. because maybe they don't look alike, maybe they're not identical. But, uh, like, the fact that she's known them, that's just straight up rude and clearly shows that you like one over the other. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, it is, like, they're... um, And it's also, it also goes to show that she's very unorganized and poor at planning. She booked a dinner for (laughs) 10 people when there's 13 people invited. That extra detail in there, it's like, okay, (laughs) what's happening? Clearly this person is not very intelligent. So clearly this person did not graduate high school. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the way he, he put it is that the girl who organized this is part of his close girlfriend group who are mm-hmm. just, they're just closer than, uh, they're just closer together with the brother than they are with the, uh, with the author of this post. So I, um, one thing that came to mind when I heard the story originally was I feel like, oh, this is somebody who's obviously pro- is most likely in like has a crush on the on the twin brother mm-hmm. and is yeah. thinking and is thinking oh I'll plan this whole thing out together I'll invite everybody and that's what it initially sounded they're like they're thinking the more you went along of the yeah, two someone's so love flustered that they're not really taking into everything into account and they're not really thinking about uh uh, but if they really genuinely how it's paid really attention and cared about the other twin they'd realize they're a twin and probably <laughs> yeah. want to share that with their twin so mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> uh, man yeah this whole the Come whole situation is it... very odd to me that like you're yeah. right it's got to be some sort of like blinded by love situation that's happening here. yeah that's what i think I, I, you gotta I read like you gotta rebrand like... the whole party invite them both yeah and celebrate them both or whatever maybe not make it a surprise and just label it as the 25th birthday party <laughs> <laughs> yeah there you go. Make up for it. Yeah, exactly. That probably already happened. <laughs> yeah. So we do we do have an update on the story. So we do. I'll tell you, read that right now. So I spoke to my other close friends who are also twins. They weren't invited to the dinner and just asked them how they would feel if they were in this situation. How many they twins said are that, in this circle? <laughs> <laughs> what can I tell you, man? Twins attract other twins. Uh, hey, I went to uh, elementary school. I, I went to elementary school with uh, two separate sets of twins. I only know like one half of a twin. <laughs> one time we, one time on April Fool's Day, we switched. We had two of them switch classes. That was awesome. <laughs> no one, no one <laughs> knew any. No one knew any wiser. It was awesome. It was so great. 
I know. Someone should least... do that with like a boy girl twin and just see what happens. <laughs> I think I remember there being um I think okay. I know two set two or three sets of twins. Okay, hmm. Clarence, this isn't your class, and then it's just like the other. Oh, but uh, you know, I'm I'm Claire today or something. <laughs> I was trying to think of a name that could go both ways, but or, like they're both named Sam. Oh gosh, you go. if you were parents and you named a boy and a girl twins Sam, you just really hate your kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would be a nightmare. All right. Uh, they said what well, the majority of you all said they were so angry on my behalf and said it was extremely messed up and they wouldn't go if it was them. It was them. They then created a new dinner plans with myself, my girlfriend and my brother and all our closest friends that we can now celebrate after our birthday instead. I didn't go to the dinner. It was two nights ago. So my girlfriend and I went to see a movie instead. We really figured if we took the radio silent round and absence, our, our absence would hopefully speak for itself. I was really considering saying something in the chat that I also was not wanting to paint my... I was also not wanting them to paint me as aggressive. I was also considering calling my brother the morning and ruining the surprise because I wanted to let him know what was going on and just talk to him. But at the same time, I felt like a jerk doing that to him. I wanted him to have his moment, so I decided to wait until the day after the dinner to say, so, say something. Uh, I spoke to my brother yesterday and showed him the post, and he recognized that it was very rude and stupid of her and said it felt weird for him, too. <laughs> he explained that he had nothing to do with it, which, of course, I already knew that, and let him know that I never blamed him for it at all. He said that he didn't... He said that at the dinner, the organizer said she invited me and my partner, but they said, but we just didn't come. So he was actually aware that I wasn't... I wasn't he, was, he actually wasn't... Uh, so he wasn't actually <laughs> aware that I was only I was invited only as a guest until afterwards, but he said, mm. he, but he hasn't said anything to her yet, and I'm not sure if he, he will mention something to her later or not. Though the organizer hasn't said anything to me either, but I don't really care about hearing from her anyways. Yesterday, <laughs> both me and my brother went to a new celebration dinner together, which was really nice, and we both had a really good time. So this thing just highlights who my actual friends are. Mm. He handled that very well. Yeah, this is a good, this mm -hmm. dude is this dude is a good person for sure. To not ruin it for his brother, let him have his moment and whatever, and then afterwards get into the specifics of it with him. That was the right way yeah. to handle it. Yeah, it's hard to get mad at the brother at all because it's obviously a surprise party. Mm -hmm. So you can't you can't really. Um, I'm glad it wasn't like a yeah, family on family crime. Right? Yeah. Just yeah. Some dumb friend. It's like. It's like your parents, parents or your cousins <laughs> or something, plan a party and then invite you as a guest. Especially, it's like, wow, wow, really just showing your true colors there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but I definitely feel like it's a, definitely a situation of a girl, the girl, the original organizer probably had a crush or something on the guy and was thinking, oh, yeah. I was blind. <laughs> yeah. And apparently or oblivious. it's even more the, it's even more maniacal fact of, oh, this is my, um, I'm closer with the other guy, so I know he'll be angry if I don't, he'll probably be angry if I don't invite his brother, so I'll just invite him. Or she's so. just trying to get, she's trying to put a wedge between the two of them so, like, she can be closer. I don't know. Either way, I don't think boy, this that's, person, boy, this that's, that is some not. that is some next level sociopath stuff there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so I think we pretty much came to the consensus of not a jerk. Not a jerk. Not a jerk. All right, uh, moving on to our next uh, 
next story. Uh, am I the jerk for singing at my friend's wedding? I, 24F, was a bridesmaid for my friend, 25F. Here we go with wedding another wedding story. <laughs> the wet. <laughs> I'm really hoping like... I don't have one of these. <laughs> I don't think you'll have one of these because this, yeah. this person is an idiot. Uh, <laughs> the wedding itself was all right, but the reception itself was uh, itself that I was excited for. I had planned on surprising my friend with a song dedicated to her and her new life. Hmm. I have been singing since I was seven, have been in choirs, performed, etc. My friend has always said that she loved hearing me sing, so I thought it would be a nice treat for her. She already knew that I was going to make a speech at the reception. So I'm going to I'm going to read this story. I forgot to mention this up at the top. I'm going to read this story. And so the, she wants to know if she's a jerk for singing. So I want you to tr think in your heads. And then at the end of the story, I'm going to ask you what you think the song was. I guarantee okay. you she's a jerk already. <laughs> so it's the me, like, yeah so uh my friend always said she loved hearing me sing so i thought i would be a nice treat for her she already knew that i was going to make a speech at the reception so this was all planned out not the same not some last minute dish after the maid of honor and the best man gave their speeches it was my turn i got up to the mic and made the mic quickly made some small talk thanking everyone for coming telling the bride and groom how beautiful the whole thing was and i was grateful for the next chapter of her, her life I then said that I could say a lot more, but what I could, but I would much rather sing it. And then I signaled to the DJ to hit it. I sang it. I sang my song, and after I was done, made a toast and went back to my seat. Not long after that, my friend slash the bride came up to me and pulled me aside. She was really angry with me and said that my singing had embarrassed her, and had even said that it was ruined her wedding. She also called oh. me an attention seeking, an, an attention seeker, because of my performance. I was upset and also angry because I felt like I'd put an effort playing the song for her and just the way she was talking to me was also upsetting. I told her that she was acting more like a bridezilla. She had a crappy attitude about the performance that I put on for her. For her is in capital oh, letters. Oh, there were no backup oh. dancers, no theatrics, nothing crazy, just me and some music. That definitely lasted under five minutes. I left the reception oh, early because I, I was fed up. It's been a week since, and I still have not talked to my friend. I know that she's still upset after the, after her fight. I know that she's still upset after her fight, and maybe she was stressed out with the whole wedding and making sure everything was okay, but I still don't feel like it was an excuse to talk to me the way she did after I put my heart and soul into a performance for her. Uh, so am I the jerk? Edit, I'm a trained singer and have been singing for a long time, so this it wasn't just a crappy karaoke. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, so see. you said you wanted you to ask us something. Have, yeah. So do you guys have any guesses of what the song, uh, like, was? Like, what was it about, or like the style, or just, what? You, the song. Just like, if you had any thoughts about a song that would that would uh, rate this type of reaction? Well, because uh, I will tell you, the most of the react, most of the bride's reaction has to do with the song choice. Oh, it's a, so it's a, it was a song that already exists. Like it was a song that exists. Okay. She didn't write a song. She I chose say, a song, a piece of music. Okay. Yeah, she chose a song to perform, and it mo this re the reaction mostly has to do with uh, the the choice of song. So did she did she rickroll the entire audience? She did not. Oh. <laughs> that would have been a way better choice. Anyway. Well, she said she wanted but to do guys... it to like celebrate her new life. So Mike, so by that logic, which will probably be the wrong direction, but I'm going to assume that she's saying some, like, 
I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a. I don't listen to songs that talk about romance, so I don't. <laughs> I don't know much off the top mm-hmm. of my head. But I'm gonna say it was like one of those, like like one of those love songs by like a pop artist would be my guess. No. Do you have any guess, Dawson? Mm. Uh, I guess it's like a breakup song, <laughs> like Taylor Swift uh, song. <laughs> yeah, or like "Love Yourself" or something like Justin Bieber. Oh. Well, I feel like Dawson is is aimed more right in the direction. The song was right was was uh, by uh, "Right Sins Not Tragedies" by Panic at the Disco and. <laughs> What? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I was already on the side that this person was definitely a jerk, but to to not either not proofread the lyrics, lack of or, self-awareness or just right, egocentral maniac. To not proofread the lyrics or even maybe even worse, not think that would be a problem. <laughs> and then yeah. to blare that at the reception for hundreds of her friends and family to hear, that's that's messed up. <laughs> Yeah, there's wow. I, uh, before I, I when I first heard this, before I even heard this, what the song title was, when I first heard, uh, found the story, I was like, yeah, you're the jerk. Like you're, it's something that you didn't, that the bride didn't want, didn't ask you for. Any surprise at a wedding that wasn't pre-approved by someone in the wedding, <laughs> yeah, yep. is automatically a bad idea. Do not it's surprise anybody that, with anything at the wedding. That's not Dawson, the right Dawson way to go. knows. Dawson knows this firsthand of someone trying to plan a surprise at the wedding that luckily asked for your approval. <laughs> yeah, if I if, so, I if I walked up for my best man's speech and I broke out in the song, both Claire and Dawson would punch me in the face. I'd probably laugh yeah. because your voice is not really known for singing. <laughs> this was under the assumption that I somehow teach myself how to sing in a week and a half. <laughs> yeah. Actually, surprise! Matthew's been uh, taking music Vocal lessons this entire time. Yeah, so I don't know. It's, it's just right, right along well. the lines of like, have you guys ever seen that video where like the DJ plays "Thinking Out Loud" by Ed Sheeran, and like the bride is in a wheelchair? Oh, when your legs don't work like they used to before. I think it's the first. Yeah, line. that's the first yeah. line of the song. <laughs> yeah, just poor. Yeah, it's choice. when your legs don't work like they used to before, and I can't sweep you off your feet. Oh, and wow. uh, the entire crowd just goes boo, and like the DJ just stops the music, and I'm like, <laughs> read the room, like well, that. Maybe, that's the maybe vibe. That song was given to him by the bride and groom because they liked the song, and even they didn't think about it in that context. Who knows? No, the groom yeah. looked very angrily at the DJ. <laughs> oh, okay. And I was like, maybe it's one of these situations where like. The girl who sung the song is just a complete idiot. But I'm going to say that it's probably because she's an egocentric maniac and considers her relationship with the bride above the, that of the groom. I'm not I would, going... I would consider... I would say she's egocentric and thinking, oh, I will bless them with my voice and give them the <laughs> gift of my voice. But I think it's also the idea of like not really thinking through the words and mm-hmm. of the song that she chose and the context and the uh interpretation that would be gathered from the audience 
I think that mostly was, uh, I think that has a big factor to play it, but I think this person was also so far up their own butt that they just could not see the light. I, it's also, it's all, that's also kind of a common thing with, um, people that tend to have musical talent tend, there's a tendency amongst them. And this isn't really true for like people I know necessarily, but like there is a tendency with people that find themselves with that kind of talent that think, like you just said, I will bless the world with being able to hear my talents that I have and stuff like that. And it's not always the right time or place. And in this case, it was neither. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just that's a bad rough. idea. Yeah, everything with a everything with a wedding has to be meticulously planned in our very in every. I feel like every. I feel like Dawson could attest to this that every. Uh, at least bride and groom's small fear in the back of their minds is something's going to go horribly wrong and ruin the evening for everybody (laughs) that. And so I feel like even the smallest surprises are just not gonna, not going to go well. Yeah. No, not at all. (laughs) Yeah. So definitely, definitely, definitely the jerk. No debate there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I called it beforehand. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, moving on to our next story. Am I the jerk for refusing to babysit because of ten dollars? Hmm. So I, sixteen male, live next door to a single mom Anne and her two kids, Max nine and Mia seven. Every month or so, when she needs a break from them, I babysit for a few hours, eight fifty an hour. She usually gone. She's usually gone for four hours at a time and is back at or at or fifteen minutes later uh, than her specific. Specified return time. She leaves me with a list of emerging contacts if something happens and she can't get home fast enough. We agreed that if I had to use an emergency number, I get 10 extra as a crisis pay. The last time I was watching the kids around a month ago, Anne stayed out for an hour and a half past her specified return time and wasn't answering texts or calls. Hmm. I got worried, so I called one of the emergency contacts and Sister Jen who came over and stayed at the house while she tried to get a hold of Anne. The kids were asleep at this point, and she didn't want to leave them in an empty house, and I went home. Well, as it turns out, Anne had driven into the countryside with no reception to stargaze and got lost. Jen texted me around midnight once, and I finally texted her back. The next morning, my mom woke me up saying that Anne was at the door for me, and here's how the conversation went. Me, a little groggy. Groggy. Hey, what's up? Are you okay? Anne, I'm all right. I just stopped by to pay you. She handed me an envelope. There you go, kiddo. 47 bucks. Wait, what about the crisis pay? I had to call your sister. It should be 57. What crisis? I it was an accident or it wasn't an accident or anything. Just lost. You said that if I had to use an emergency contact, you'd never said anything about any other you only you said if it if I had to use an emergency contact, you never said anything about any other requirements. Look, just t- take it and be happy, kid. A kid like you oh. doesn't need that much money for five and a half hours of screwing around on your phone. Fine, have a nice day. I shut the door and write it off as a loss. Fast forward to yesterday, Anne texts me that she wants to go out on a girl girl's night and wants to know if I'm free to babysit. I say that I am, but she'll need to pay me the $10 from last time before I agreed to do it. She says that she won't do that and reinstates her argument about it wasn't a real crisis, so I shouldn't get crisis pay. Oh I tell her that I won't be babysitting for her until I get that $10. She says that she really needs a break and calls me entitled for refusing. I step back in bewilderment. A few minutes go by without any more texts from her, so I go to my mom to clue her in. I show her the convo, and to my surprise, my mom agrees with Anne. She affirms that I'm being entitled so that 
and that I don't know what it's like to know how hard it is to be a single mom and that uh, I should stick up, suck it up and babysit. I say that I need time to think about it and head up to my room. This morning, Anne texted me to ask if I babysit or not. I restated my ultimatum, and she also held firm in her refusal. I said she... She said she, she said she'd find another sitter, and that I said that's fine. So far, I stood my ground, but now I'm questioning if my mom was right. Am I the jerk? That's an L, mom. Yeah. <laughs> Pick that's... the side of your daughter. It's his son. I was say, I thought son. it was his son. Sorry, I missed that part. <laughs> Take the yeah. side of your son then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's pretty lame. And the the thing that her argument is, well, it wasn't really a crisis. It's like, well, maybe not on your end, but like on this kid's end you're gone an hour and a half and he couldn't get a hold of you so as far as he knew you were dead somewhere like he had no idea what was going on and he mm-hmm. did he had to do the thing that you specified was the thing that would give him the extra ten dollars that's that's pretty lame on and it's ten part. bucks yeah right it's like who can afford it the adult mm-hmm. and it, i guess you're a single mom but still like it's ten bucks or the kid, like the kid, that's their living, mm-hmm. shorting them on a paycheck. And and being a single like, mom that does was not probably give you a stressful time for the sitter, not the mom. Right, so. yeah, exactly. That was yeah, that's the point I was making was that it's like to her, it's like oh, I was just out for an extra, I was just out and got lost, no big deal. But to the kid, it's like the mom hasn't come back; she's an hour and a half late. What happened? It's like totally different exactly. on either side. But of shouldn't this. you pay extra for you know having to? stay longer right yeah exactly well, yeah. she may she may have I, done that i don't know maybe it's like, it would be diff- like is there an hourly rate it was 850 an hour i think he said 850 an oh, hour okay. so yeah specifically an hour so they did uh, get specifically timed so it wasn't she wasn't even talking about the she but was still, paying it's him like... for uh being for being uh for being out later mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. she is um She's refusing the crisis pay. I feel like it'd be different if, like, oh, she was she was late, like she had to work, and it was like her trying to get um paid for um. No, somehow you just got lost for an hour and a half. Yeah, it's like you. He specifically stated that she asked him to babysit because she needs a break from her kids. Right. It's like I get that because you're a single parent and you can't really just like take a break and walk away with and expect your other part your partner to help out. Uh, and watch the kids for you so i understand that but being but like you agreed to this you agreed to the stipulation that it's just that you didn't even add like any other context it was like if i if you have to use one of these numbers you get an extra ten dollars as crisis pay because it's going on beyond your abilities or beyond your station it's just babysitter to go on go yeah. off don't put that on there if you're not going to alternate pay yeah and find uh potent and in a potential uh, crisis situation. And so it's like, this is the agreement. It doesn't matter if they're 16 or 46. It's just you, it's an agreement. Your word is your bond. And if you can't mm-hmm. trust your word, then you can't trust a person. Yep. And a person is only good as their word. So it's like. And being a single why, mom why? does not, ex- does not give you an excuse to be a jerk to somebody. <laughs> that's that's yeah, not yeah. a good, that, and the fact that the mom, like, Backs backs Anne up with the excuse of, well, you don't know what it's like to be a single mom. It's like, okay, well, she's still being a jerk. <laughs> it doesn't really yeah. matter what her life situation is. She's still being yeah, a bad like person. We had, we had an agreement. We had a, I feel like 
the mom well it is like i do agree with your take of l mom but i feel like it also <laughs> comes from the pack of like maybe there's two different people like she's his mom is a mom so she's seeing it from her lens but it's also you gotta yeah. look at you have eliminate like your like the labels here you gotta eliminate being a mom you gotta eliminate that you just focus on this was the agreement i mm-hmm. did what you are asked i made sure that your kids were in a very um a positive environment before I left, and I I did my job. So mm-hmm. that's that's it. You can't so. look at it with any emotional bias, and you can't yeah. look at any situation with that and expect to come to it with to a reasonable conclusion. Like if you yeah. allow your emotions and like to and like maybe this maybe his mom was also a single mom, so he's so she's like she she like understands the mom's point and therefore sides with her. It's like, well, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, I get that, but no, that's not. You still gotta look at it objectively and be like, well, what's the right? Th- what would be the right thing to do in this situation? It'd be to pay up the extra ten dollars. So this is all over ten dollars. It's not like it's like a hundred and fifty or something like that. Like this is ten dollars we're talking about here. I feel like this that's, is also good, like, yeah, I feel like this could also stand as precedent. It's like, oh, well, you're screwing me out of this now. What happens if down the later it's like, oh, well, I don't want to pay for this because you didn't do this or mm-hmm. do that, and then I feel like her, her, and basically denoting it being like oh uh you don't need that much money for uh screwing on your phone it's like i was doing you a favor right yeah and watching your kids so you can get some like alone if he time. was screwing around on his phone he wouldn't have been calling the crisis number yeah exactly, exactly. he would have thought nothing of it and just been like oh well more money for me it's like no he actually cared enough to contact one of the emergency contacts because he was worried yeah that's yeah. the initial that's the extra the extra jab that's what does it for me like just screwing around on your phone just take the money and leave it (laughs) it's like like, she immediately goes to like painting him as some sort of immature entitled child when like mm -hmm. he's he's doing her a favor just to do it and make a couple bucks it's a classic generational difference where like an older generation kind of just expects the least out of the younger generation and it it's just unfortunate to hear yeah, yeah really. it's not even a, it's a, it's about the principle of the of the issue, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is so. not holding up your end of a bargain, which is not a good thing. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, not the jerk. Absolutely not. I, I he's even he's I mean, and is lucky that he even like agreed to it w- with the with like the caveat of the extra of getting the ten dollars. Like, there's I'm sure there was a part of him that was like, I don't even know if I want to work for her again if that's how she's gonna treat me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Moving on to our next story. Am I the jerk for telling my stepdaughter that her pet is replaceable, but her little brother is not? Oh, boy. I, 33F, have a stepdaughter, <laughs> Jen, 16F, and my son, Noah, spelled AM. Guess how Noah is spelled? Uh, uh, what? Is it not N-O-H? N- N-O-U-H? No, it's N O A. Noah. Ugh. That's just new. I was gonna say new. I don't I no. think I don't no. think I don't think it makes the A-O. ah sound no. with the H not being there. I think that's the point of the H. Yeah. Um <laughs> all right. So uh 
I want to start off by saying this is not me preferring my son or my stepdaughter at all. I have been in Jen's mm. life since she was eight years old, and I have been a mother figure to her as her mother died long, long before I came into the picture. I have loved, I love her as a daughter, and telling her this is what, this, uh, telling her this was just tough love. Never a good sign. Oh, boy. Um, Jen had a beautiful macaw since she was nine called Scarlet. Noah loved it too. He'd always beg Jen if he could pet it, but she'd just turn him down. I actually never minded since I know parrots can be pretty nasty sometimes. This made Noah very sad. I always tried to tell him not to make a fuss out of it, but I can tell it bothered him. About a month ago, Noah tried again to pet Scarlet, but Jenny said no and that Scarlet didn't like him. Noah was brought to tears. I took him out of the room and told him Jenny didn't mean it. He was better off not touching something that could be nasty towards him. The next day, Noah had an apart appo- Noah had an appointment that made him come home earlier than Scarlett. I was watching TV in my room, so I had no idea what was about to happen next. Jen's room was normally locked. When it came home early to be, came home early. It happened to be a day where she had forgot to close it. Noah took this as an opportunity to play with Scarlett. Not too long after Jen gets home, I hear him. I hear screaming. I run over to Jen's room to see an empty cage, and Jen's shouting. At Noah, who was crying, I'm sorry. I asked Jen what happened, but she ran outside. I then asked Noah. I then asked Noah, and he tells me that he opened the cage, and Scarlet wouldn't let him touch it. Flew wouldn't let him touch it. Flew out. It flew out of the cage and into the floor, which had open windows. Scarlet flew away. I explained to Noah that this is that it wasn't nice, but he hurt Jen, and he should have got me when things got out of hand. There were tears shed, but it ended with him saying sorry. We put we put up posts on Facebook. No luck. Jen knows relationship has been very tense since. Been very tense ever since. I didn't know what the know the full extent of this until yesterday. I was in the kitchen and Jen came home from pr- practice. Noah was sitting on the couch and when I when she entered, I heard him ask her if she moved the remote anywhere. And her response was something along the lines, "No, I'm not helping it find. I'm not no, and I'm not helping you find it. You little blank." Ooh. I get mad and tell <laughs> Noah to go to his room so I can talk to Jen. I tell her that that's not how she that we that's not how we talk to family. She says that Noah isn't her family anymore. Ooh. I tell her that it's ridiculous. Noah is still her brother. She says not in my book and t- and tries telling me as soon as she moves out, she's never talking to him ever him again. I tell her I understand why she's upset, but ultimately a pet can be replaced at a pet store, but not but Noah cannot. Noah is sorry about what happened, and she should forgive him. She gets she got very angry at this. She locked herself in a room. Has been silence between us, uh, between us two now. Uh, my oh, did you lose your spot? Sorry, but the, no, it's just it's a it's an abbreviation. I don't know. Oh, oh, or, uh, <laughs> My husband says he's on my side, but the drama is too much. I don't think what I said was wrong, but I may need another perspective. Am I the jerk? <sighs> this, this is one, what you get for having a kid named Noah without an H. This one exactly. is This one is lo- <laughs> this is a loaded one. There is a lot. There's a I lot. I think to it's just here. it's an attempt at parenting that just the wording could have been better. The intentions are definitely in the right spot. I see I'm going to. Here's. I'm going. I'm going to an automatic. She's the jerk based on a few things. I think so as well, and I'm wondering if you're going to make go. the same points that I am. Go ahead. So she talks about uh, Jenny's macaw 
and always refers to it as it. Mm-hmm. Mm. And yes. so that is it. And then I feel like there's a very distinct difference with Jenny being her stepdaughter and Noah being her biological son. Oh, yeah. That yeah, she fav- she's automatically going to take. She opened it by saying, this isn't me favoring one or the other. But, like, you know, there's a bit of an implicit bias there with a lot of people. Some people look, some people can look past that. And they're very good parents for doing so because in a situation yeah. like this, they're both equally your child at that point, even though only one of them is biologically mm-hmm. yours. The fact that she felt the need to put up that wall of defense right at the beginning, that indicated to me very early on what might be happening here. Mm-hmm. I also think it that is. it's interesting. Her, What was interesting to me was her wording of it when... Um, I'm already forget. Jen, I think, was the daughter's name. When Jen yeah. would tell Noah, Noah with no H not to touch the bird, the mom, the mom. I think you you have it in front of you, so you can reconfirm if it's true or not. But I think the mom would say to Noah, like, it might hurt you. It wasn't an issue of that bird is not yours. Don't touch it. It was an issue of well, that bird might be mean. That bird might <laughs> hurt you or something yeah. like well, that. Well, she said she's she said she was happy that. Uh, they never got along. That the parrot didn't like him because parrots can be nasty. And I think she said, uh, "Oh, so uh, yeah, there's him, some it was better off not to." That she doesn't like the bird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. he said he was. Be- he said she was. He was better off not touching something that could be nasty towards him. So there's bear- definitely there's a lot of stuff ingrained here of her not liking mm-hmm. the bird and its uh its actions toward her son. Yeah, so exactly. There's- it there's it's she's speaking more out of wanting to protect her child than teaching her child to respect her other child's belongings mm-hmm. and boundaries, which is a very dangerous yeah. thing to not teach somebody, as evidenced by this story. <laughs> and also, because uh, Noah clearly showed that he does not listen. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I also... Uh, I, mean, I also... I, oh, sorry, How go old ahead. is the kid? He was eight. Eight, okay, yeah. Old enough I mean, to I, old I, enough to know not to do stuff, old, but yeah, I mean, he's old enough to know better, but also young enough to be dumb. Definitely uh, listen to <laughs> you those guys are both decisions. You <laughs> guys are both older, the oldest sibling. So I come at it. I see a different. I see it with a little bit of a different lens. Of there's something that your older sibling and your parents are both telling you not to touch. You're gonna touch it. You're gonna want to touch it. <laughs> if there's a toy I, that I your relate. brother doesn't want, if there's a toy that your brother doesn't want you to play with. You're going to play with it. You're going to do something with it. You're probably going to break it. Mm-hmm. I relate to the older sister in this whole scenario where it's yeah. like, <laughs> I would be absolutely, absolutely livid. Mm-hmm. Like, I well, get, yeah, like I, I totally understand her reaction to it all. It's still fresh in her mind. So, of course, she's going to be like, I never want to talk to him again. He's a little punk. Like, I'd be livid if I'd be livid everything. if... I'd be livid if he like walked I, I, in and like broke broke a picture frame in my room or something like that. Yeah, let alone exactly. like let alone allowed my pet to escape. I hated when my brother took ha- like my life. t-shirts or something. Like right, yeah. Let alone if I had a pet that he lost, like mm-hmm. I would be yeah. super annoyed. I also take serious um, exception <clears throat> to the and I know the I know the point the mom is trying to make. But her way of thinking about it is poorly worded, and I don't. I also think she's just clearly it's got some bias. She doesn't. She has no. She has no respect for the bird or what the bird meant to Jen, because yeah. the mm-hmm. idea of the bird can be replaced is only true to an extent. Because sure, you can get another bird, 
But that bird's the not going to be the same bird at all. Connection is not. You know, I have a dog. Yeah. Dawson has two dogs. Andrew, you've had a dog before. If your dog yeah. disappeared one day and you went and got another dog, even if it was the same breed of dog from the same breeder or wherever you got it from, it's it would not be. Same. It would not be the same dog at all. Even if you clone your dog, it's not the same thing. Exactly. It would never. You would never be able to get another another bird that would mean the same thing that that bird meant to her. So that sentiment is yeah. is not only is it way too early to have that talk with her. In my opinion, you need to give her a lot more time than that to like mm-hmm. process everything. It's just not a good way to go about trying to think about it or no, trying to get her to think about it. it. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, you can get another bird. It's like, no, that's not how that works at all. <laughs> what she needs to do is she needs to step back and reevaluate this whole whole uh, uh, issue with a lens of that non-biased lens exactly. of like, oh, this is my son, this is my stepdaughter, where you might not think, oh, yeah, I, ha- I love them both equally. There's You obviously don't. Well, the son should <laughs> be gonna... grounded because he was yeah, specifically forever. told not to be grounded, should not be some to touch sort the bird of cage, mm-hmm. in spite of her own bias. Like, he was told not to by yeah. his sister and by the stepmom, or by his mom. Uh, so in this case, like, there needs to be repercussions on his end, otherwise he, he's not going to learn his lesson. He's just going to, yeah. he's going to have no boundaries uh, with his sister, though. Mm-hmm. So, and she didn't indicate know. in that post anywhere that she punished him, did she? I didn't, I don't oh, remember no. hearing anything. Ugh. No, I don't. She said that they put, put posts up on more, Facebook, and that yeah, was it. She got That's more not... on uh, Jen than she did. Yeah, she seems Noah. to take a lot more issue with Jen's reaction to all of this than Noah with no H actually doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I can like, understand the point of coming from of like, yeah, she's swearing at her brother. And yeah, don't, that's not a good thing. Yeah, like, like don't do so. that. Yeah, that's not there's, a good thing. There's either. a point where it's like, just hold your tongue, keep to yourself. Yeah. Like, try and cool down. Uh, try and get through this. <laughs> like, don't take it out on, like, don't, like, completely just drive the nail in. But also, like, you can be upset because that is a very yeah. upsetting thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not just a it's not just a bird. It's her pet. It's her friend of something that she's had for a long, long time. And just dismissing it outright as, oh, something that can be replaced. Right. She is. That's not going to endear you to her. It's not going to make anything better. Mm-hmm. So, no, not nothing. There's nothing that the mom did or at least told us that she did or said did anything to help the, the situation at all yeah. aside from I was, aside from putting the thing on facebook which like all right sure whatever but aside from that there wasn't a single yeah. thing done on her end to actually amend anything yeah and the way she puts it is like oh yeah there were tears shed but it ended with him saying sorry that doesn't fix anything that saying nothing. sorry doesn't make the bird magically appear mm-hmm. and I, I feel like in her mind the situation is over it's done there's a period on that and it's over and we'll move on to the next thing. And it just feels like something very irresponsible and very... okay? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially because it was and a repeated like offense I... as well. Like the son, had, yeah. Noah with no H, had been trying to do this exact thing for a long time. Yeah. And finally had his window to do it without Jen being there. And look what happened. Yeah. Yeah, I see. I definitely see the point of the, old, of the little kid about... I don't really blame the little kid because kids do dumb stuff. Exactly. Your, 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 your dumb dumb so kids gonna die. I blame neither of the kids in this instance. Is yeah. in this instance. It's the mom, that, it's that was the, the perspective I guess I was taking 
yeah. in the beginning is I don't see them being the jerks. Like, so I was trying to just analyze the yeah. stepmom's stance yeah. in it all. And, like, the way you guys have kind of restated, like, the wording, she's 100% the jerk here. Yeah. yeah, I blame so, the, I blame uh, the son a little bit. The son's still dumb. I know he's parenting. I know he's literally I know yeah. he's literally nine, but still. Yeah, you you can blame him. Well, but she's probably like... the cause for that like dumb decision making. Yeah, you could see her conditioning <laughs> her son to think a certain way, almost like because yeah. doesn't punish him again is only acting out of her own son's safety yeah. while being an interest. It seems it's a it's not a very well parented household, at least from her end. Yeah, so, yeah, totally the jerk, major jerk. Yeah, I'd say so. I wasn't, that, there was a lot to unpack with that story, though. There was. There was a lot of angles to think about, a lot of things to dissect there. It was more complicated than most. It was more complicated mm -hmm. than, yeah, you sang a dumb song at a wedding that you didn't tell it's, anybody. It's a parenting <laughs> thing, which is, like, mm -hmm. yeah. always a little more like, complicated. Neither the part, like, neither, neither kids are, are especially, like, terrible in this situation like mm. kids are dumb kids are dumb kids do dumb things especially from a younger sibling perspective i understand and i i and i see and i, and I definitely see where the older sibling is coming from so i don't really blame them in the situation they did they did stupid stuff but i feel like it's the parenting's parenters the parents part to come in and sort of show that there are consequences for actions and to help mend that relationship going further i feel like Mm -hmm. I feel like from perspectives are you can tell it when parents do that, and I feel like there's been no, uh, there's been no move to make this right, and no move to make, and it was just like, oh, he said sorry, that co that puts a bandaid over the wound, that put a bandaid over a bullet wound, and exactly. we're moving on. Yeah, that's a great analogy. So, yeah. So, all right, on to our next story. Am I the jerk for refusing to eat a smash cake? <laughs> Oh boy, I can't wait to hear oh this one. Oh boy. Yesterday was my nephew's first birthday, and my sister and my brother, my sister and brother-in-law, had a little extra little get together at their house. When it was time for cake, they brought out my nephew's smash cake. Exactly what it sounds. A cake for the baby to smash up and get icing all over themselves for cute pictures or whatever. I kind of imagined that it would be a size of a cupcake, but they brought out a regular size cake. Oh regular size round birthday cake. I just kind of figured they splurged and still expected the cake to be just for him to play around with. But after my nephew had gone through the cake with his bare hands and stuck his whole face in it, my sister started scooping up the mangled remains and just distributing them, uh, distributing, distributing servings to oh. everyone, just handfuls of family, just a handful of family members. Oh my god! was actually eating it. I declined because seriously, I didn't want to eat something that that has had a baby's grubby hands and body all over it. And I was surprised that everyone else did. My sister ins insisted that I take a portion and I said, really? No, that's gross. Now I probably wouldn't have used the word gross if I had been on, if I wasn't on the spot, but I was not at all prepared to have a polite, have to politely decline to eat baby spit. My mm. sister was very hurt by that and told me later on the phone call that I thought it was way longer than was needed for the severity of the infraction that she thought I was being extremely judgmental and that it was a big deal where we're all family don't participate if I really don't want to but don't call her gross etc oh my gosh I love the explanation of I said I said no because seriously 
I love. I feel this. like it is a pretty cut and dry explanation of why you wouldn't want to eat that. I, I, I can't, don't know any. I can't believe anybody had the audacity to be mad at him about this. That's disgusting. I don't care. I don't care if it's some fun tradition or if everyone else is doing it. That's that's yeah, gross. That's gross. I mean, the smash cake, I, I feel like the, the but everything up until the point where she started distributing it to oh, everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. that yeah. was, everything else was fine. Yeah. But that was the part where I drew the line of like, no, that's like, I've been to birthday parties with babies and they do that. Mm-hmm. Then it doesn't, it's not, oh, everyone goes and eats it. It's, oh, haha, that's very funny. We throw yeah. it out because yeah, exactly. that was what exactly. it was for. That is the it baby cake. Because we're not taking cute pictures. It was to have fun memories. It was to look back in 10 years and be like, oh. Face of the cake. Oh, Claire so won't even let me put cake on her face during the wedding. So now imagine you smashed that to bits with your face and, and then you handed it out to all of the guests. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That's... And then when people decline, say like, "Are you sure? Come on, that's kind of rude. That's it's rude. cake. Eat this cake that's <laughs> been on my now wife's face." Yeah. That's gross. Even with adults, it's gross. Yeah, okay. never, never mind babies who are constantly who, like, like spit slobbering and, up and on everything, running nose and not not <laughs> washing their hands walking, ever. Ugh. Babies who are walking germ factories. Yeah, they really are. Or crawling or whatever. Or uh, yeah. and I say this, I say this, you know, as someone who's been a baby before. <laughs> <laughs> See, this qualifies me to experience. have an opinion on this. <laughs> I was I, a baby. I, I was gross. I was I was a germ factory. Therefore, I can say this. The audacity of the audacity of this yeah, woman exactly. to actually be mad at him about this is. I still can't get over that. I did he yeah. say he People just said the phone call. The... He said the phone call was just louder, lo- not louder, probably louder too, but longer than expected. Did he say how long specifically? No, it just says on a phone call that I thought was way longer than that than it needed for to be for the severity of the infraction. Okay, because like from personal experience, I've been on phone calls that were like three hours long about something that shouldn't have been that long. So I feel his pain. I, mean, in I that feel regard. like I can understand somebody being like, "Don't call my baby gross," especially for being first time parents. Like, don't right. you dare insult my baby. Even I'll though, even though that. that's not what he was saying. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't saying your baby is gross. All babies, to an extent, are gross. Yeah, like I love I love kids, but I think to an extent, babies are gross. And mm-hmm. expecting someone if you to have eat to wash your hands after holding something, then they're gross. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. If you have to wash your clothes after holding something, it's gross. Yep. Get over yourself, woman. <laughs> he wasn't calling your baby gross. He was saying. No, eating this cake that a baby smashed with its hands and probably drooled in. Eating we that see, cake is gross. <laughs> we see this in all of these stories. People always get the weirdest at funerals, weddings, and family Birthdays. get-togethers. <laughs> oh yeah, family get-togethers yeah, exactly. in general. Yep. Yeah, not yep. the not yeah. the jerk in summation. That's when people are extra emotional jerk. and around family, it gets very dramatic because you can i guess it makes sense because you can be the most comfortable with your family so you feel the most comfortable calling people out and yelling at them about stuff so Mm -hmm. it kind of makes sense i mean you wouldn't you'd be less comfortable yelling at i don't know a a guy someone who's like more of an acquaintance than a friend or, or something like that as opposed to like 
a family member. Like, it makes sense, I guess. I don't know. I think that's why it leads to these people putting these things in, like, Reddit. Because they're like, well, am I the jerk? Because, like, mm-hmm. I don't like I don't know what side to be on anymore because I'm being being shamed by my family now. I, res- I respect way, the people you know? that approach it with that mindset. But I think a lot of them, including a lot of the ones that we've reviewed both on this episode and the last time we did this, a lot of people are looking for people who side with them more than anything else. Mm-hmm. They're not mm-hmm. actually looking for an honest opinion. They're just yeah. looking for people to side with them. <laughs> You're this? either a tor- you're either a horrible person who's been, who's looking for justification for their actions, yeah, or you're somebody who's been backed into a corner and just been berated and traumatized by uh by a group of people that you just don't know which way is up. Or you're this guy and you're like, I'm not in, I'm not insane, right? Like I'm not the- <laughs> like that's where this guy is right now. He's got to be yeah, thinking exactly. like, there's no way I'm in the wrong here, right? Internet people. I yeah. mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, seriously. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> I, I still can't believe someone is actually mad at him about that. That's hilarious. Yeah. Alright, uh, moving on to our next story. Am I the jerk for pepper spraying my little brother in the face? <laughs> oh, boy! <laughs> I'm hoping, it. personally, it's a no. <laughs> I, 18F, went home last weekend. I've been away at college to see my family. While I was at campus, I had two incidents where I'd been mugged on the street, so I bought some pepper spray that I now carry on my person 24-7 for protection. At 11 p.m., my mom asked me to take the dog outside to go potty. We don't have a fenced in yard, so the dogs have to be walked. I agreed and took them out for a short spin around the neighborhood. My bro- my little brother, 17 male, thought it would be a hilarious prank if he hid behind the tree in our yard and jump-scared me. Oh, so boy. I was turning my back towards the, our front door and waved on my way back towards to the house. He jumped out of nowhere from behind and screamed, Boo! I instinctively took out my pepper spray and got him right in the face. <laughs> he started crying and ran to our mom, screaming that I attacked him. Not an attack, in my opinion. Out of nowhere. And my mom was furious with me. I apologized profusely, but my mom wasn't sent, wasn't having it, saying, I'm the oldest and I should know better, and insisted on taking her poor baby to the ER to check him out. He ended oh up being gosh. completely fine, though his face was a bit red for the rest of the weekend. My dad is on my side and says my brother should not have tried to scare me in the middle of the night in the dark, especially since he knows I've been mugged <laughs> before. Yeah. But my mom is furious with me, so am I the jerk? No, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. I mean, as, as an older brother who scares my sisters and my brother on occasion because I see opportunity, if they pepper sprayed me, I, they're in every right. Like, Look, I explained that I told this story when I scared my friend Brooke playing Murder in the Dark. I came around the corner and she, she, she punched me in the chest as hard as she could. I doubled over in pain. <laughs> I didn't I didn't want I didn't need an apology from her. I knew I deserved it. Are you kidding me? Get out of here with I, that. Yeah. Because I understand what it's like to be scared. <laughs> like, yeah. I would absolutely throw a punch. Exactly. If someone scared me after being mugged. like Yeah, especially mm-hmm. being in yeah, those right. situations, you're easily, like, you're, it's it's an issue. Like, you've, you've been traumatized. Mm-hmm. You have, you're always, especially at night in the dark. It'd be di- I feel like it'd be different mm-hmm. if it was, like, in the middle of the day, like, 11 a.m. In your house or something. PM. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I would understand a little bit different. Like maybe it was a little bit of an overreaction, but being at night, especially with the right. situation that she's she's been in and the trauma that she's suffered, I feel like definitely she's. There's no way she'd be in the wrong. Everyone, everyone I know, if say I my sister had been mugged a couple times and I jumped out and scared her and she pepper sprayed me, 
I, there was no no way anyone would be sorry for me. Everyone would be like, "You're such an idiot. You totally deserve this." <laughs> I I can I'd tell you get, right now, I would not. For... <laughs> yeah, you would. I can tell you right now, I would not feel bad for you if you did if that was if that was the case. Absolutely not. Exactly. And as someone, yell, you know, I carried as I'm around sobbing with my eye with my eyes burning for the river spray. <laughs> I'd be getting yelled at from my parents. Yep. My parents would laugh at me. <laughs> exactly. It's, yeah. it's I carried not, I carried around both pepper spray and the uh, I don't know what they're called. It's like those knives with the curved blade like you see in like CSGO. I can't remember the I don't know what they're called, but I carried both of those things around with me, especially when I live by myself. Because I'm like, if someone were to follow me, you know, to my apartment, I don't have like a roommate in there to like back me up or anything. So I carried both of those things around with me all the time. And it's like, yeah, if someone had any, someone had any bright ideas, they may have gotten something they weren't asking for. <laughs> like that's entire, that was entirely in the cards. And I, that's even like, let alone the fact that this was someone she knew, like, and is related to, and someone who knew that she had been mugged before and was like at mm-hmm. the ready to act out in a certain in a similar event again like absolutely not the jerk brother was the brother was basically asking for it yeah that's definitely not the jerk no all right you got your wish dawson (laughs) i'm very happy about it you're very happy not the jerk (laughs) (laughs) all right uh moving on our second to last story so we got two more uh am i the jerk for not watching a kids at a cookout and leaving them unsupervised I, 27 male, was at a backyard cookout with some friends and co-workers. So the ages were late 20s to early 40s. It was a family-friendly event, so so, so people brought their kids. They were playing in, in the yard while most of the adults hung out on the backyard's deck. And like always, the parents saw other adults in the area and decided just to walk away and go inside. I don't know why this is a thing a lot of parents tend to do. It is. Parents, why do you just walk away at outings and expect people to watch your kids? I don't get it. I could see it if it's your immediate family. But even then, I would warn someone that I was not going to be watching watching for safety of my kids. I was near the end of the night, Mm -hmm. so some people uh, were gone. I was getting... It was getting. It was also getting dark and colder, so people went inside. The kids were still running around playing outside. I decided to go home. I went inside and said goodbye to the hosts and got my car out front. I was on my phone for a minute, and someone angrily walked up and asked why I left the backyard. I said I was back there and was counting, and they were counting on me to watch their kid, watch the kids. No, this was never said to me. They just went inside and said nothing. I was on the deck, and at no point in the night. Was I ever paying attention to their kids? Not dangerous. <laughs> nothing dangerous happened to their kids. The parents just saw me walking to my car and freaked out. I told her that it's not my job to watch her kids, but I probably wouldn't would have stuck around <laughs> if I was asked. <laughs> I was sitting on the deck drinking beer and minding my business. I had already been going back and forth from outside from outside to socialize the whole night, like everyone else. Not sure why I was the, the one singled out. There were times when another person happened to be outside, and I was out. I was inside. Did they assume we were taking shifts? I don't get <laughs> the, ten- the mentality of parents, but maybe I'm the jerk here. I also want to note the backyard is not fenced off. She brought that up a lot, and I just retorted with even more reason to stay with your kids. The backyard was one of those that opened into the forest. Uh, oh I don't think it was clarified. I had no knowledge of being on kid duty. The backyard is yard- large and open and le- led into the forest. I was on a small deck by the house, and at no point in the night was I watching or listening for two, for, watching or listening to for the kid for kids. The whole night I was periodically going inside and outside freely. Never considered kid 
because I was I assumed responsible parents were keeping an eye out. <laughs> How old were the kids? I have I, I have a mentality for life. Not your kids equals not your problem. Yeah, unless exactly. You, unless you have been unless you are hired, unless you are being paid mm-hmm. to watch them, it yep. is not yep. your job. Unless mm-hmm. you have been explicitly asked and explicitly like, yeah. stated, and you have been explicitly agreed to the idea, mm-hmm. I understand. Like I, the one thing I see, like uh, people, the guy was talking about being like, "Oh, I don't get why people walk away." I can understand, like, like oh, at the parties that I've been to with kids, or when I was a kid. My parents would walk away for a second thinking, oh, yeah, if someone gets injured, there are someone, there's an adult out here that has a, a correct working developed brain that can think <laughs> things through clearly and can come get me and be like, oh, yeah. Or Something thinking, happened oh, to your child. As long as there, there's an adult near, pedophiles won't think, oh, I can come grab these kids and, and get away with it. Like, those are the idea. Of, but leaving somebody out there explicitly thinking, oh, they are watching for my kid's safety and not having asked them beforehand mm-hmm. is completely idiotic and completely Absolutely. ridiculous. Yeah. Not your kids is not your problem. Mm-hmm. Frankly, they're lucky that he was even paying any attention to them at that point. Like, yeah, that's not, that's not his responsibility. This is a common trend with parents, and I hate it. I hate it when people get the idea that, like, anyone else is responsible for their child when they're not specifically asked or paid to do so. Like, it exactly. doesn't, it makes no sense to me why people think anyone's, and like, you, you see it all the time with like, you know, how many times have you been in hmm, a grocery store, let's say, and you see a kid running around spiking apples into the ground like he's Rob Gronkowski. It's like, <clears throat> these things, it's like, these things happen all the time, and it's always, and the parents have this idea of like, well, I'm in a public place, and there's, you know, store workers or other customers around to like, keep my child from doing anything it's like no no that's when not you're on a, when you're all. in a public place when you're in a public place your uh child your child radar or child sense should be turned up to 11 should it be should at 120 percent so. yeah you should be dialed in on your kids every movement all the time and like and then whatever you're doing whatever else you're doing that should be second nate that should be secondhand that should be on the back burner your yep. child should be your main focus and you shouldn't be like oh that person's obviously watching my parent, my kids. Like if you're like in a group, if you're like in a um, in like a group of like parents, and like everyone's a parent, so you're thinking, oh yeah, I'll just step away for a minute, maybe go inside grab some food, yep. maybe talk to somebody really briefly inside. Mm-hmm. Then I know these people with well-developed brains and the parental instincts will think, will just think, will just like keep an eye out and be like, oh, they're watching their kids, so they'll know if like, oh, my kid falls down and breaks their leg, they'll be like, oh. I, I understand what's going on. I'll go with the parent, mm-hmm. or I can assist in some way. Yeah. But just being like this guy who's 27 doesn't have any kids is not like, and it seems like this is more of a fan, a friends thing than a family. And he said friends and coworkers, so it's like even more <laughs> like these are not these are not associated at all. Right. So it's like why would you expect this random 27 year old guy to be watching your kids? Mm-hmm. Like it's so irresponsible. It really makes no sense. Like it's like you said, not your kids, not your problem. And the mm. parents, the parents need to think the same way. All right, not their kids, not their problem. Like that's the way they need to think about it. They're your kids. They're your problem. For the I would never really assume. gonna just dump them on someone else. At mm-hmm. least pay them yeah. to do it. 
And if you're going to exactly. have this mentality as well, where you're constantly like looking to pass your kids off to people, maybe you should have thought about having kids like before you, yeah. before you had them. Maybe you should have thought, hmm, is this something I really want to do? Because like good, that's what good parent, that's what good parents do typically is that they know when they're ready to have kids and they're willing to accept yeah. all of the responsibility that comes with having kids. And like, there is a... there's just so much that, you know, you have to do and pay mind to. And people either don't think about it or don't care to think about it, or I don't know, but that's how you end up with people like this. Yeah. There is a comedian who says like, if you bring your baby into a movie, you're a jerk. <laughs> and, and so, because if you are like, Oh, well, I couldn't get somebody to watch the baby. Mm-hmm. Well, if you can't get somebody to watch the baby, sorry, you don't get to go to the movies. <laughs> that's a great point. So it's like your kids are your priority. They should be always on your mind and their safety should be number one all the time. Even when Mm -hmm. you know they're safe, you should be like, well, what if they become unsafe? Just be prepared. So passing your kids off randomly to strangers is just beyond. It's just called being lazy. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So definitely not the jerk. Definitely not the jerk. Absolutely not. Yeah. All right. Uh, Last story. Am I the jerk for not pretending to struggle as a new mom? I've been debating if I should post this for days, but I feel like I need to hear some people that are not involved in the situation. I, 20F, had my first child four months ago. My husband, 34M, is deployed overseas, but we are luckily enough, but we are lucky enough that he was able to attend the birth. Since I knew I would be a single mom, basically, we planned very well before starting to even con- before starting to even try to conceive. I 100%, I saved 100% of my paycheck for over a year so I could stay home until my baby was at least one year old. While pregnant, I filled two freezers with casserole and crockpot packs. While we have full whole room filled with baby necessities brought over, bought over two years. Basically, whatever can make my workload lighter after giving birth. Also, the eldest of five kids who was, prefer- was uh, parentified, I did not have the same fear as most new moms do. Hmm. Now, this to the situation. I met another mom during my yoga, my mommy yoga. We hit it off and became be, became friends. She had her baby two weeks before me. We kept in contact via uh, texting, but we didn't get around to meeting until last month. She visited with me, and from what I got from then, from uh, she visited me, and from the get go, was surprised at how clean my house was and how rested I was. So I told her what I told you told you above not to brag but she asked then she invited me to her home and when i got there she seemed on the verge of tears apparently her baby was sick and wouldn't and wouldn't stop crying she also has not been sleeping well so I offered to wash her baby while she has a nap and maybe a shower she was very thankful and also asked if i could pick around the also asked if i could pick around the house a bit and she was very great i also asked if i could pick around the house for a bit and she was very grateful for that hmm. i let her sleep for five hours during that time i cleaned the living room kitchen and folded some laundry I also took care of both babies. When we woke up, she was very sorry for sleeping long and sailing with childcare for the housework. I said it was fine. It's nothing I'm not used to. A day later, she sent me a long test text. The gist of it is that me being so out, me being so put together, made her feel like a horrible mom. And me saying what I did for her, her not being, her being, uh, and what, and that me saying that what I did for her being nothing made her feel like a total failure. 
She said that she wanted some space for me because I made her feel bad about herself. Oh I replied, okay, take your time, and I, but I did not say sorry. Then a mutual friend said that she was blasting me for not apologizing after her first text. Was I really the jerk? What, what is there to apologize for? I know. Being a good person, I guess? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she said, like, oh, you know, I... She does. She does. She doesn't say like, "I'm a good parent because I'm an amazing person and I'm a. I have. I just have gifted morality and all this." She said it's like, "Yeah, I kind of had experience with it growing up, so I had. So I knew a lot of what to expect, and I was more prepared for it." And that, how well, does that? How, how does is, that make you a bad person? <laughs> every situation is different. Every situation. That's, a, that's very true. Like, yeah. <laughs> and like she said, she had a very. Um, she was very planned out. She was very, uh, she had everything planned out. She was very, uh, understanding what the needs were going to be when her baby came along. She understood that her husband was going to be deployed. So she was basically going to be her on her own mm -hmm, for a long mm -hmm. extended period of time. So she was very prepared for that. I don't know if she said this uh, woman, this woman was her husband was also in the military, but I think, I think it might've been implied that she was also in the middle. Her husband was in the military. So she was basically on her own as well. Perhaps, but, yeah. but either way, if her husband's working all the time and just isn't home and just it's just a factor of life, maybe her her pregnancy was unexpected. And like maybe. the the author of the post, she said that they one hundred percent knew they were trying to conceive and they knew uh, they were preparing even beforehand. Mm -hmm. And so maybe the woman who she helped out, her pregnancy was unexpected. It was a surprise, and now she's just stuck in the situation and she wasn't really prepared for it. It's still, it's the audacity to call, to talk to somebody who did you such a huge favor. If that was me and I was in that, that situation, I could, I, I understand where she's coming from. She's very emotional at this point. She had a baby. She's on her own. She's trying to take care of it. Her house a mess. She feels like her life's falling apart. Mm -hmm. And then this person who's basically seems like a superhero swoops in <laughs> and does everything she did. She has been trying to do no problem. But like you said, she was, it's a story, she said she was prevent, parentified as a kid. So it's just different circumstances, different circumstances for different people. And just because you're having a hard time now doesn't mean you're going to have a hard time forever. But it's just like, I can understand being like a little bit upset. But I feel like you have to have some sort of sense to text somebody and be like, hey, thank you so much for doing that for me. You made me feel terrible, so I don't want to see you anymore. It's like, really? <laughs> it's a weird jump to make. Maybe it's just because we're guys and maybe there's something here we're not getting. But I feel like just as a human being, if someone, if I was just super stressed about someone, something, if someone came in and swooped and helped me out in such a major way and did such a huge favor for me, I'd be thanking them to no end and seeing what I could do for them mm -hmm. in return right. instead of like criticizing them and then, then uh, talking about and then uh, being angry with her behind her back, being angry with them behind their back. It just seems like so weird and it's a good way to never get help from someone ever. Again. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, you came in and helped this person and then they talked crap behind crap about you to everyone they knew, then it's like, okay, I'm never helping you again. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get like and she says say like, oh the worry it's a it's kinda like the the one with the smash cake where she took exception to him using the word gross to describe this scenario. It's like the fact that you said it's no problem really upset me. It's like, that's just what people say. 
Like it's it's, it's to yeah, imply it's, saying, it's, to, oh. it's to, to imply they're trying to make it seem like they don't want you to feel like you burdened them with your problems. Yeah, that's what she you meant by that. Didn't put me out. Right. It's that's basically not, saying is say oh it was nothing means you didn't put me out. You, I didn't have any issue doing this for you. I was happy to help. Yeah. You out. It wasn't. It was nothing. You're Problem a bad. You. You're, see, look I'm, at how easily uh, I, I did this thing. I was happy to help. Look how easily I did this thing. You couldn't do because you're a bad parent. That's not what she was saying at all. <laughs> Just weird, 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 weird. It wasn't, oh, it was nothing, and then sticking people and then sticking her nose up the lines too much and overthink things, and this is how problems like these are caused. Yeah. Yeah. Really. But I can understand she's like an emotion. She's in. An, she's I probably just very emotional she could, and tired. Emotional. Yeah. So I hope she. I mean, having a baby is like such situation. an intense. One at a time, please. Yeah. Wow. Having such a baby. Having a having a baby such an emotional emotional thing to do. So yeah. I can I can very clearly see that she's under a lot of stress and could and has a lot of stuff going on. So I could very well see, like, this is just something she just felt exhausted. and But it's just it's just such a weird thing. I feel like if yeah. I was in that situation, I'd probably try to get to get be friends with this person and be like, teach me your ways. <laughs> <laughs> right. That would be the approach. Exactly. So. But a mere grasshopper. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah definitely, definitely not, the, not jerk. the jerk. No, not at all. No. But yeah, that was our last story for the, well, it's evening for us. It might be the day or the afternoon for <laughs> you, but that was the last story for the episode. <laughs> I want to thank you so much for joining us on this episode. And I want to thank you so much for leaving a review because you will leave it. You will leave a review. I wave my hand <laughs> in front of the But you uh, if you could leave a review on your pot, you could leave a review for us. Uh, preferably a five-star review. Those are always fun to see and fun to read whenever we hear people's thought feedback about the podcast. Also, while you're leaving a review, make sure to follow us on your podcatcher of choice. We are everywhere. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. We're on Amazon. We, if we're, if there's a place you can podcast, we're there. And if you're listening to this right now, there's probably, you're probably listening to this where you can get podcasts. So why not just follow us on that? So, mm -hmm. And also, if you want to head on over to our social medias, keep up to date on new episodes and any fun things we're doing, uh, make sure to follow us at the dot nothing the dot nbn dot podcast on Instagram and the official nothing but nonsense podcast page on Facebook. If you want to give us a follow there, and once again, thank you so much for joining us this week. And we'll see you next time. Or, yeah. <laughs> Later, y'all. Later. Later. Skater. <laughs>